0: Tyler Hero linked to four teams possibly in a Dame Lillard trade, and one of those being the Chicago Bulls. We're going to talk about that. Plus, should the Chicago Bulls be interested in the now available Buddy Hill? We're going to talk about that. Plus, dive into the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today, and we're going to talk about Tyler Hero. So in the last few days, right, we've had a couple of videos on it. Uh, First, it was this mystery team in the East. And then we got reports that, no, the Chicago Bulls have also made calls. But now we got to cut another update, right? So we got that the Chicago Bulls made calls on Dame Lillard. Then the next day we got that the Portland Trail Blazers are not interested in Zach Levine. And so this is now kind of pivoted in that Tyler Hero, in a potential trade for the Miami Heat to acquire Dame Lillard, have to send Tyler Hero to a third team, as it's also reported that the Portland Trail Blazers really aren't interested in the 23-year-old tyler hero so this leaves now as reported that uh the the bulls hornets nets and jazz are the teams considered interested in bringing tyler hero from the miami heat now what would this mean right tyler hero's contract is a pretty large and sizable contract so if the bulls are going to be a third team in miami heat acquiring dame lillard that means that they're going to have to send out some salaries well tyler hero's contract for the 2023-24 season is 27 million dollars. Now. Could this be meaning that maybe it goes to Alonzo Ball's contract, right, with with some filler in there, right, that are sent out and the Bulls try to keep most of this core together, but add a shooter in Tyler Hero, a scorer, I should say in Tyler Hero, who can score at three levels, not all three levels as efficient as his three-point shooting, though, but... Could that be it, right? Could that be the case for the Chicago Bulls? Now, there's a lot of different rumors and permutations of this deal that you're going to hear out there, and really, I'm just going to be honest with you, right? I don't have a really good buzz on what the Bulls would have to give up, because you got to think, right? If the Miami Heat are acquiring Dame Lillard, right? That's a over $40 million contract. Yes, they have to send out $40 million, which means that the Portland Trailblazers still have to acquire um, some some money there, right? And so, could could the Portland Trailblazers be willing to take on Lonzo Ball's contract, because the, the Trailblazers in this deal, and I think that's what's kind of confusing a lot of people because common mindset when we start hearing of these trades is that what young player can they get back? And while the the, the Trailblazers are interested in like a Nikola Jokic, right, a Hami Hakez, right, something like that, uh, they want young talent that really doesn't have large contracts right now, right? So they're not really looking at making a goal for the playoffs immediately. They are going to try to yet let, get let, as I get tongue-tied, they're going to try to let this young team really develop naturally think of like you know so and and and, you know double down on a young core let them develop up over time and then you know take advantage of them you know being on their rookie scale contracts as they as they try to you know up the value of their own draft picks and things like that so if the bulls are going to be interested or or bringing in tyler hero in a theoretical deal right um out of the, the contracts that are able to be moved right now you know of course demar but i don't see them sending out demar to be able to bring tyler hero again You know, because that would go to the Portland Trailblazers. That's really not what they're trying to do. Really, the biggest asset back for that is the Lonzo Ball contract. You look at Nikola Vucevic. Doesn't fit that timeline. Zach Levine would be way too much money in that case if they're also bringing in a Nikola Jokic and things like that. So I'm sure they're going to have an expiring contract and like a a Kyle Lowry or a a Duncan Robinson, who I think has two years left on their deal. Um, They want short-term money. So Lonzo Ball does offer that, right? Um, That's really... Yeah, you can include Alice Caruso in that as well, potentially, but then are you giving up Alice Caruso, who's your defensive stalwart, right? Maybe an Io sumo in a case like that, which could work, right? The $6 million, they could look at, but again, Io can't be moved until the end of December with that type of deal. So the the way that it happens can get interesting, but one thing we know is that it it if a team is motivated to get it done, right, if the Bulls are getting back first-round picks or whatever else they'd be getting back in a – in, a, in that type of deal to acquire Tyler, Tyler Hero because best believe it's not going to be the Bulls are just getting Tyler Hero back to be the third team. No, they're going to have to sweeten the pot for them, whether it is a protected first, a pick swap. There's going to be something in there that the Bulls are getting that's, go- that's going to be valuable outside of just Tyler Hero. But let's look at the player of Tyler Hero, right? Let's say the Chicago Bulls do bring in Tyler Hero in this deal that that is rumored, right? Tyler Hero, a player that's averaged 17.7 points per game, rebounds, and 3.5 assists over his four-year career so far. The last two years, both, he's averaged over 27 points. uh, I'm sorry, over 20 points in those last two seasons. And so that really, you know, Tyler Hero can outright score the ball. He's a flawed player, especially defensively. Um, And when you look at his shooting splits, right, 37% from the field last season, 39% the year before that. He's a career 38% shooter from three-point range, 43% shooter overall from the field. And you know he doesn't bring a lot defensively, and you know that's that's to say a lot of, about a lot of players. But this is just this whole Dame Lillard thing and and saga. I can't wait for it to be over, and I'm sure a lot of teams are because there are a lot of rumors going around, a lot of teams involved in those rumors. It's kind of hard to really get a feel on it, but you know we'll end up seeing, man. We'll end up seeing. Like at the end of the day, we, we see with the last thing that we heard per this rumors that the best package that Miami Heat are offering right now are a package that includes Tyler Hero, Nikola Jovic. Hami Haquez, Caleb Martin, and a couple of first-round picks and a bunch of, of pick swaps, which they can do legally under the CBA. So, you know, we'll end up seeing with that, right? Um, I, I've always said that my my feelings on this rumor are kind of that it's just a rumor. like That's what I think. But, you know, if the Bulls can slide in there, get some assets back with only giving up a contract of a player that they aren't planning on using, which is valuable in this type of thing, keep in mind, he only has one season left after the season as well, and the team that acquires him, can file for the career-ending injury exception, which could be another benefit to that team for acquiring Lonzo Ball. So there's some some ways and wiggle room in there in which it could work. It's just, hey, you know, if if the Bulls do it, hey, shout out to them finding a way to use the value in Lonzo Ball's contract. We'll see. We'll go against things like AK said in that you know when Lonzo does return, he sees him returning in a Bulls uniform, but. Hey, weird things have happened, but another player that has kind of been rumored around uh, and sh- and people have asked, should the Bulls be interested in this player? That is Buddy Hield, and so Buddy Hield is a player that, you know, the Indiana Pacers seem to be going in a different direction, and so that has naturally, because he's a shooter, things like that, has brought about the, the uh, question on, should the Chicago Bulls be interested in bringing Buddy Hield to that? Jamal over at Bull Central has, had, has a great video on it. Make sure you guys go and check that out. He's going to break it down a lot more than what I would, but when I come, when it comes down to it for me, for this with Buddy Hill is that I just look at the, that contract, right? And unless, again, like I've said before, unless you're sending out Lonzo Ball's contract, right? Which we know Buddy Hield is not nearly the player that Lonzo Ball is. Let's let's be clear in that. Nobody is saying that. But when you look at a player that is about to turn 31 years old before the start of the season, I believe a player that uh, you know, I don't know if the Chicago Bulls have the dental cap space to be able to you know support the dental bill that I'm sure Buddy Hill would bring to this team. But you know, outside of that, buddy. Outside of that, I'm an asshole, y'all. Uh, outside of that, Buddy Hield is a. It can absolutely outright score the ba- uh, shoot the basketball, right? And you know, he's shown in his last couple of years that he really can just he can outright shoot, and he can do some other things with putting the ball on the floor, things like that. When you look at his last season in um, in uh, Indiana, uh, six sixteen point eight points per game on thirty or forty five percent shooting, forty two percent shooting from three point range taking eight and a half threes per game, the Chicago Bulls absolutely could use that. Now, our guard rotation is pretty thin, right? And now he has played small forward a lot for that Indiana Pacers team. And then the season before last, averaging 18.2 points per game, I don't think anybody's gonna knock the fact that what Buddy Hill can bring as a shooter to any team that he goes to. But when you look at that 18 and a half million dollar contract, right, I just don't see the Chicago Bulls giving up assets, right, to acquire a player that's gonna be a free agent next year, that's uh you know next offseason that's 31 years old that really doesn't i don't think ups your ceiling a whole hell of a lot either um that's just my personal opinion now again this his contract doesn't even fit within the disabled player exception either that we have of 10.2 million dollars so all those things going i just don't see it happening right i don't see it happening unless again it's for that lonzo ball contract now if you find a team that's willing to take lonzo ball's contract which the Indiana Pacers, I think, are a team that are trying to make their move from being outside to really trying to hit that development of Ben Mather and the, uh, Drace Walker and just what they have there, right? They have a, a budding star in Tyrese Halliburton. I just don't see them taking on a dead contract like that at this point in time where they're trying to make an actual push to be that playoff team. It's different with the Portland Trailblazers, who are a team that I really think are just trying to get that salary match with their main thing they're looking for in a trade. Are those first-round picks, they are looking at getting the most picks possible. And I don't know if the Indiana Pacers are in that spot where they'd be willing to take on dead money to just get rid of a player like Buddy Hill, right? I do think that they do want to net some value back, right, for sure, before he he leaves, right, and, and walks as a free agent. But I just don't know. I don't think the Bulls are going to be willing to give up any type of picks. They don't have any second-round picks, really, to give out, give out. I think we've traded all of our second-round picks that we can trade out into perpetuity, right, Uh, And I don't see them giving up any first round picks either for a player like Buddy Hill. Now, maybe Portland Trail, I mean, the uh, the uh, Indiana Pacers are willing to take on maybe the Portland first round pick. That's very protected. Right. Just so they can they can say, hey, there's a chance we may get this. But even then, that is that is basically protect. The only way we get that is if the Portland Trail Blazers make the playoffs. So I don't know if the Pacers do that either, but hey, let me know what you guys think of all of that down below. Do you think I'm off my rocker? Do you think that, you know, the Bulls should be more interested in Tyler Hero? Do you see that happening? Do you think the Bulls should be willing to give up some capital for when it comes to Buddy Hill? Because again, even a, a Io DeSumo contract isn't going to get you there, right? Even if you want to say, well, let's replace him with Io. I just I just don't see it happening, right? So, And I think that Kobe's going to make that step up this year where his shooting is going to be extremely valuable, and I don't know if I just see... I don't know if I see the Buddy Hill part of it, but let me know what you guys think on that down below. But alright, let's go ahead and get into the mailbag for today. This first voicemail, this one's from Buddy Love.
1: What well, up, hey? This is Buddy Love, man. Just coming at you with a quick <clears throat> just a quick take. I just hopped on and seen that it's a mystery team, so this is just to kill the Bulls fans, hopes and dreams that no, is not the goddamn Bulls. We not getting games. Get it out to your, your, your hands. Get it out to dreams. But I do think that the mystery team could be the New Orleans Pelicans. When you really think about it, I think a Dame for Zion swap, I think it, it, it makes sense. And I know what everybody's saying. We already have seen the Dame and CJ combination. What is that going to get you? But we haven't seen a Dame and CJ combination with Brandon Ingram and all the other weapons that they got the Murphys and the, the Tunis or. You know, I think that I do think that that's the mystery team. But Bulls fans, get it out your head: it ain't us. We're not getting Dame. Just some quick, just a little
0: more. All right. So first up, here's what I'll say. Right, I agree, Bulls aren't getting Dame. But you mentioned the Pelicans. The Pelicans aren't in the Eastern Conference. So what we heard is that a mystery team in the East. The Pelicans are in the Western Conference. So that would kind of mark them out. And you know, to your point there, I don't see the Pelicans looking to try to, especially Zion, Zion for Dame Lillard. I don't see that happening, bro. I know De- uh, Zion has had his injury concerns, and that's absolutely hurt that Pelicans team for making the next step, but I don't see the Pelicans giving up Zion for Dame. I just don't see it. And then keep in mind as well, like I said, the Portland Trailblazers aren't looking to make a move to try to be a playoff team now. They're looking future. They're trying to get as many young salary cap-controlled contracts as possible so that as those players develop they can sign them to those rookie sale deals and hope that they don't qualify for super maxes because again portland's never going to be a free agent destination so that's kind of what i think that the port the, the, the trailblazers goals are in the dame trade and because of that i don't see the dame port i mean the zion portion of it personally that's my personal opinion i'm not knocking you right um but you know i just i don't see that necessarily happening but guys as always let me know what you guys think down below All right, let's go to the next one, Uh, the next voicemail now.
2: What up? Hey, this is your boy YF from Cali. Man, I've been having a topic on my mind for the longest and wanted to know how you felt about it. It's on Patrick Williams. I'm real high on him. A lot of people not, but, you know, I'm in him. So I believe the front office, that was the right pick for him, even though Halliburton was still on the board. But I wasn't hearing a lot of talk about him during the draft, so nothing is Could we have traded down and still picked up Patrick Williams if that's what the front office wants to do instead of just getting him at four, especially if we wasn't hearing that much about him? So I just wanted to know what you thought about that, and maybe we did try and it didn't happen, but I never heard anything like that. So let me know. Appreciate your show, man. Listen to it when I'm on the road, driving a truck. Keep doing what you do.
0: Because the Chicago Bulls have traded down to get P. Will. You know, that's a great question. And I think that people, like, especially if you're a multi-sports fan, I don't know, like, trading down isn't as common as what it is in, like, the NFL, right? You don't have as many draft picks. You don't have as many rounds. So not you don't always see teams trade down, especially as people was rising up the draft boards at then, right? The lowest at that point in time he was mocked to go was 12th. The highest had him at ninth, right? So the Chicago Bulls maybe not risking now. They could have potentially traded down. I'm not saying that option maybe wasn't on the board. It's just a little bit more rarer in the NBA for a team to trade down. It does happen, right? I'm not saying that it, it doesn't happen at all because it absolutely does happen. It's just a little bit rare, especially when you're a team that if you just believe in your guy, it's still in the lottery. So like the lottery scale on that one isn't like they, they wouldn't have really paid him much less, right? Because they've gotten some more assets back potentially, right? So you know, Even if it would have ended up being a couple of second-round picks or whatever, you could have got more back. But I think the Bulls looked at the fact that P. Will was one of the rising players in that draft, especially in like the last couple of weeks he was rising up draft boards. Like I said, as high as ninth, they had him going to the Washington Wizards. So the Bulls could have possibly looked at that and said, hey, if anybody else sees P. Will in the way that we do, they can also snatch him. So let's go ahead and take him. Now, of course, we know that players – Absolutely ended up going after P. Will that we could have taken there like Tyrese Halliburton, but a bunch of teams passed on Tyrese Halliburton. But, you know, like I said, I won't knock it because I'm not in these GM rooms. so I won't say that it, it was completely out of the realm of possibility. You just don't see that happen as frequently as what you see happen in a sport like the NFL. So, you know, that's kind of my thought process on that one. All right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from Big O.
1: You yeah, know, Hayes is Big O, man. You know, I got to call him got my two cents on the Damian Lillard moves man I I'll say this I'm with you I, I still think it's a long shot if the boys make a move I I would be happy if they do make a big move cuz it show they trying to you know uh um, they trying to push this thing forward. so I got a couple things that I have while I think about it I don't like the the I don't think I don't think it'll be a one for one if it's if it's Levine. I think what's gonna it's gonna be a third team and I'm just gonna throw the Knicks in there. The Knicks been rumored around Levine for a long time. So, you know, I sat around and I thought about okay what kind of what do Bulls got up they sleeve? What are they trying to maneuver, right? So I'm thinking they trying they prob, if it's true, I'm thinking something like back to New York for a for a bunch of picks, maybe quickly, maybe uh the shooter, I can't think of the guy name, but uh maybe the shooter Obviously Evan Fournier's contract. Maybe you can get Jericho Sims. I believe a bunch of that'll probably go to Portland. I think the Bulls will probably try to if they can get quickly Maybe they try to keep quickly, um, uh, uh, Grimes, Quentin Grimes is the other guy. So maybe they try to get, if they, if they can get the deal done, you just speaking hypothetically, maybe you send RJ Barrett to Portland, which would fit perfectly with their nucleus. He's a small forward, So you can sit him next to Grant in between Shaven Sharp. So that's a, you know what I'm saying? You can put him in there. You probably, send them all the draft picks. New York send you to Levine. You probably add one or two of your own with it. Maybe a protection on that, on the, on the further out, one that'll give you a little bit of wiggle room, you know, because that'll be two, three years down the line, Dame and and Boots and DeMar be old if Demar's still here. Um, So I think it'll be something along those lines that'll probably get the deal done. At that point, you're giving them more assets than what uh, Miami will be able to give them, being that you still can add in a Alice Caruso. so you can still add in a uh IO maybe. I know Kobe none that can't be traded right now, but you still got your own pieces that you can add to everything you got from New York for Levine better sweeten that up. I think that's a little bit more realistic. Now here's my long term thought about this, right? Um Dane, DeMar and Boots Maybe get you a first round. Maybe get you a first round. Maybe they do better than what we think, right? But my thing is, you don't do this move just to win now. You do this move to set up your next move. Giannis to be a free agent in, in, in 25. You got other free agents that would be hitting the market. Maybe this can be the move that set up your next move. I mean, does it still make sense at that point? Dane 35, Boots 35. I don't I don't necessarily think so, but I would like to think of it that way.
0: Hey, big old. I appreciate your thought process on that, but here's what I'll say. Every deal I hear hear with this from any fan, and this isn't just you, even myself, right? This is why I didn't really present a bunch of trade ideas for it because it just gets worse, right? It just gets worse. And so I don't see the Bulls getting involved as far as acquiring Dame here. Now, I know you said the New York Knicks being linked to, linked to, to Zach Levine and stuff like that, and, you know, that gets to the point of just trying to move Zach to move Zach. I think they're going to want to move Zach if they get a player of Dame Lillard's caliber back. And so, you know, some people are going to look at it, and some people think that D- uh, D- uh, Zach and Dame aren't that much. Often, per Dame being healthy, I can understand that as well. So, I, I, listen, I'm not saying that I hate you, the deal, I, the idea that you came up with. I just don't like it. And I don't think that it's something that really ups the bull ceiling. I see if the Bulls are looking to make a move to include Zach Levine, it's going to be making a move that really changes the ceiling of the Bulls. And so that's why I haven't really seen it, and, and that's why I look at most of these rumors as just what they are, just rumors, because I just don't see them happening. But all right, uh let's move into the next one. This one's from the six three zero.
3: What up, Hayes? I see you out here on everything. Um everything in uh Bulls Nation. Uh see you out here like Lil Wayne. And yeah, he did almost every song in the book. But anyway, what's your take on Drummond being a starting power forward? I think it's a great idea. Um, I think it'll be it has to be Javon Carter. I would say Kobe White, but we need some uh, offense on the second unit if they decide to let Drummond run power forward. I think that gives P. Will a chance to um, be a star on the second unit. I always think P. Will is a star on the first unit, but this time he gets the ball more and everything like that. Uh, and that gives you Tory Craig on the second unit, P. Will, um, Kobe White, Alice Caruso. Is that my four? And maybe a rookie or uh, somebody else um I think that'll be a good fit for'. Them. I like drumming that gives you that gives uh carter uh Zag damar they can shoot they can shoot it the lifestyle or shoot it um, however they want to shoot it and uh you got boots and Drummond getting rebound and you can even play inside out um 'cause is a good uh pass inside out. <coughs> And also, I think Drummond get what a steal a game. Uh, tell me what you think. And also, I think the Damian um uh, trade would suck because I feel that Zach is a better player than that. That's my opinion. Tell me what you think. I'm rooting for Drummond to take the starting spot. I think that even uh, help with uh, player development. All uh, right, Hayes, appreciate you, this Everett from Florida. And I appreciate the work you do, man. Keep up the good
0: work. Starting Drum at Power Ford is probably one of the worst ideas that you can have for this team. And I get it, and I understand your your thought process and everything behind it, but when you look at a team that needs spacing, starting Drum and Vooch together doesn't provide that at all. We went after three-point shooting for a reason, because we need spacing. And so the defensive... um, possibilities of it I, I get where you're getting at with that but there are two sides of the basketball and the Bulls need to be a better half court team especially in scoring the ball so with that I I, I, don't, I don't like it at all I think the idea of starting drum at power forward is terrible he doesn't offer any ability to stretch the floor you're then going to have him Vooch and DeMar all operating in that mid to low to low post and that's just too many players down there that doesn't provide spacing and makes the game more difficult for your perimeter shooters and I just don't see that being something that really helps the team at all take any type of step if anything it hurts them more that's my opinion but you guys can let me know what you feel down below but all right let's get into the last voicemail for the day this one's for michael corn hey hey it's michael
4: corn here hope you're doing good uh i've been seeing for uh uh, some of your uh, videos on bleacher report on the bears bears are too hard to watch man but you're good to, to see um about the bulls I was going to ask you, uh, your ideas, uh, for, for uh, for a projected or what you would like to see as a bull starting lineup. Uh, maybe they're finishing as a uh, lineup as well, but the starting lineup, because I've been thinking about this and just my opinion quickly is I think Javon Carter and uh, Troy Craig. I, I like these guys, by the way. I think they've had, they've been successful and have potential in their role. To, uh, that they've been in, which is really uh, reserve, right, coming off the bench right away or, or being the first, you know, some of the first off the bench. I'm thinking that's well, probably uh, a good idea to, to run them that way, you know, uh, suitable for their game. But anyway, would like to know your thoughts about uh, starting lineup, and the so, about that mean Kobe White in there and Patrick Williams? Anyway, uh, looking forward to hearing from you.
0: Thanks. Projected starting lineup, I've I've been consistent with this. Javon Carter, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic. With maybe Torrey Craig in there, if he pushes P. Will, if P. Will doesn't come in with that mindset to own that starting position and doesn't perform the way that, that the team needs him to and is hesitant, because one thing about Javon Carter and Torrey Craig, they understand how to operate and get theirs without having shots and plays called for them and their defensive dogs as well. P. Will, I think he's going to make another step this year. Again, I don't know if that leap that a lot of Bulls fans are hoping to see from P. Will happens quite yet, but that step is coming, I think, this year. I think that's going to be the starting five. I think Kobe, what he's able to do coming off the bench with having most things go through him, be very ball dominant, his scoring coming along, I think he is better suited to come off that bench. I know a lot of people, because they view Kobe as a better player than Javon Carter, which I do Think Kobe White this season is going to be a better player than Javon Carter, but it's also something to be said about bringing that change of pace guard that can also score, that can also pass, that can also defend off the bench for Kobe. Javon Carter is a shooter. Kobe White is a scorer. And because of that, I think that Kobe White can be better suited coming off the bench. And like I said in, in yesterday's episode, be prepared for a, a season that has him in the talks of being six-man of the year. The Bulls would have to win to get there, but I think that that season's coming for Kobe White. That's my time for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like I to in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all.